Let's get it started. Gonna do it. Uh. Yep. Yeah. Come on. Uh. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Uh. Yep. Yeah. Come on. What do you want to call it? Because it's the Porch Podcast. Come on. It's the Porch Podcast. Come on. Said it's the Porch Podcast. Come on. Said it's the Porch Podcast. Come on. It's the Porch Podcast. I'm home. Right. Influential. You already know I'm in the zone. Right. I got nachos to the night. What's up? Mm. Episode 34. You know we call it Chuck. Mm. We talk to Sir Charles. Mr. Barkley. Right. Whether on the Phoenix Sun, Sickers on the Spark. Brown Mound. That's it. The Brown Mound from Auburn. He used to duck. Maybe he burned. I don't know, mm. but I just want to say this. Right. Influential is the illness on this mad twist. Come and I got to keep going. Got to keep flowing. Yes, sir. Porch Podcast, and so you know we keep growing. Yep. Know why? Because it's, it's the Porch Podcast. Come on, huh? It's the Porch Podcast. Come on, huh? It's the Porch Podcast. Come on, huh? It's the Porch Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, sir. I love it when my man get that yellow button right. Let's go. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. It's your boy DJE, Mr. Influential, and I'm rocking with my brother. Be original. Listen, Pete. That was we episode 34 in it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 34 in it. We calling this one Chuck. 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 And as y'all can see, the Dark Knight has. Arrived. Oh, he got on the Batman shirt. Guess we know who Robin is. You so, see with his so, red so, shit on. So let's let for those who can see. If you're listening in Radio Land, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do let that. Let me man. ask you this, because I'm gonna sit here and eat. Mm. Since we're talking about brown oh, mouth. Shit, smacking. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, the brown, yeah, the brown mouth. Let me ask you this question. Go ahead. Go ask me what? Good question. Actually, you're quite right, right here. Go ahead, brother. Was Chuck Batman or was he Robin? Was Chuck Batman or Robin? Mm-hmm. Chuck was Robin at one point. Mm-hmm. Definitely was Robin at one point. To who? Uh, you know, the doc. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not even going to say he was Robin there. Wasn't Moses on that day? Mo Cheeks and them? Well, Mo, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, I mean, He was okay. a rookie, though. He was a rookie, so you got to... Right, know. he definitely couldn't have been, Robin you know... Right there, right there, right yeah, there. I mean, we talking about... Come on now. The doc, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but you know what, though? The one thing that you knew about Chuck... Right. Is that he he clearly was somebody who knew he had to surpass all the odds. Exactly. Like, he was like a small... He was like a small big, man. Yeah, he was a, he was a small power forward. Yeah, and, and, and I, I remember, like, when I would hear... Like his attributes in terms of like his like his height and shit like that. I was like he always plays so much bigger. Yeah, six four. I was I was watching this YouTube video the other day. Right. It was talking about and everybody that's watching. Please forgive me. I had to you know busy day. Mm-hmm. I hustle a lot. I'm eating everything. But they was asking who was you know eating was, everything. They, this bullshit here, man. What do you no. mean you eating everything, man? <laughs> I'm eating, eating and everything. I'm like doing everything at once. There's a difference, bro. Okay, There's right. a difference I'm between not. saying eating everything and eating and everything else I'm doing. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Go ahead. But you you breaking it down. You explain it. You eat a lot of shit. You, know I mean? you eat, eat a lot of shit. Yeah, you on the roll. You on the roll, man. Finish your meal. Finish your meal, man. Listen to me, bro. Yeah, I'm listening. For the video. Mm-hmm. 
was talking about who they was thinking was the greatest of all time. Oh, another goof conversation. Yeah, right. Okay. So, but it was coming from other NBA players. Got you, got so you. So Shaq, he was going through it. He was like, you know, me and Will Chamberlain down the centers. He was like, guards. He was like, um, two guard, Michael Jordan, you know. He said, but power forwards, you got Carl Malone and Chuck. Chuck was sitting right there. You, you know go. what I mean? Some, and some people... Well, that was nice of him to say that. Because yeah, you know, they, you know, they, you know they, they like to get at each they other. They like to really get at each other, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shout out, first of all, shout out to my lady for making this food right now. I just tore this shit up, man. You know what I mean? Clap it up. <laughs> go on, Pete. Go talk to him. Nah, man. I mean, Chuck, man, like I said, for me, if you didn't know his actual height, man, he played so much bigger. But one of the things I think I remember the most about him is that he always wanted you to know that he wasn't a role model, man. Yeah, he wasn't a role model. He wasn't a role model. He definitely was like, I'm very comfortable with being Chuck. I am not a role model. Yeah, so tell your kids. You know, they might want to look at somebody else. I ain't the guy they want to look at. Uh-uh. And I always thought, like, damn, at first, you know, initially when you hear it, it's like, damn. He mean as hell. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you want to be, you know, you're a person that's in the in the limelight, you know what I mean? And, People watch you all the time, and they buy your jerseys, and they come and support you, you know, playing basketball. And they'll be like, well, how are you going to say that my kids don't need to look at you like a role model? You know, but they, you know, they look up to you. Yeah. You know, what about my son that's not as tall as his friends, but, you know, plays his heart out. Right. Cause he's, and he calls himself Sir Charles, running right. up around. You know what I mean? Like, how do you turn around and at that point be like, I'm a, you know, I'm not a role model. It took me some time to understand it, though. Right, right. Initially, I was a little bit shocked. Right. You know what I mean? They questioned me in, in terms of my thinking about how talented he was because I didn't lose no respect for him as a basketball player. Nah. You know, but, you know, I did kind of think if you didn't have a role model in your life and you was looking for one, like in our case, you know, we had Pop, you know, we had, you know, you know, our uncles, older cousins. We had all kind of people. I thought you, know? you said Petey was your role model. No, no, we just knew Petey. Petey wasn't uh, my role. I look. I here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. He was an underdog too. Definitely was an underdog. He was an underdog too, because we talked about yeah. how he seemed really out of place when yeah. you really think about him. Right, right. And not only did he survive in our environment, I mean, mm-hmm. he thrived. Yeah. So you know, I didn't want to be I really one, but I did respect doing. him. He might the real Petey might be a lawyer or some shit, right? He now. might. He might. I mean, he had the potential to do a lot of stuff. I mean. And let's be honest. I mean, you only got two arms, two legs. You can only get bit for so many times. Oh, shit. <laughs> Clap it up for him. Clap it up for him. No, no, that's, that's, that's legendary, right? The Petey's a legend. Yeah. Everybody, Petey's a legend. Yeah, Petey's he a- is. Yeah, Petey's a legend. And, 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 and for those who wonder, he's not a fictional character. Nah. Like, <laughs> Petey a- actually <laughs> exists. And I know people want to know. Who the fuck Petey is? Yeah, I mean... He's really a person. Right. We really want to know where the hell he is. Like, yeah. if Petey, if by chance you're watching this, <laughs> we miss you, buddy. <laughs> we just want to know how the hell you're doing, man. Hey, little buddy. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, I, and, you know, if you're an Esquire now or a doctor or something, hey, man, congratulations. Or, or he could what? be locked up for selling crystal meth. We don't know. We like We don't know what happened to him, man. It's a it's damn sure coin flip. Yeah. <laughs> damn sure coin flip. I mean, because we tell some of the things. but I mean, you know some things. 
you know how they say you change names to protect the innocent. Right. Like, he could have went either way. And it's, he could he could have went PhD yeah. or Tommy off of fucking power. Listen, that's what I'm saying. Right. But I'm going to speak on this because you was talking about role models and us being from the city of Trenton, you know, in Absolutely. our hometown. I want to give a special shout out. Mm-hmm. Everybody is pronounced this way. A thing mo. It's spelled moo. Nice. A thing mo. Nice. Give me a, give me a round I mean, on that one. Definitely. Definitely. We got a gold medalist from Trenton, New Jersey, 19 years yes, old. Shout yes, out to Mr. Yes, Jennings. Yes, Been teaching track for every forever. And everybody else that was on her coach uh, coaching on a uh cause she was on a different Absolutely. Like right. uh, track group or whatever. Right. I can't think of anybody. Right. Give her flowers. Go ahead and give her flowers. Gold medal. Well she ran. Well she was running though. Mm-hmm. Did you see the race? I did. We, I did. I did. It literally, and we know she won. It literally looked like she was jogging the whole yeah. damn time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. She ain't nobody catching her. Nah. I mean, you know, clearly, clearly, like, that's how that's how talented she is. Yeah. 19. Like, like I was like, you, I was like, it seemed like they ain't running that fast. But right. I'm gonna tell you something. When you that sit your fast. ass on the couch, yeah. <laughs> you know, all kind of shit seemed right. <laughs> You know, until you really got to do it, you know. Uh, From the gold medal home, though. Definitely, for, definitely. Not just for Trenton, but for the United States of America. How about Clap that? Clap it up one more time. Clap it up. That's what I'm saying. You know, congratulations, man. And yeah. like you say, we always talk about all of these, uh, you know, other things and that's transpiring in life. And it's right. nice to be able to take the time to recognize, you know, uh, 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 something great like that. Yeah. Something great. Yeah, I didn't say great, brother. Oh, okay. Because you just finished eating, so you could hurt anything, you know, all kind yeah. of food. And- yeah, some, you know, some. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Let's think about it like this. Mm-hmm. When you was younger, and Barkley said he wasn't a role model. Right. And of course, we had local role models, but everybody had somebody on TV that they might have looked up to or anything. Um, and you being a Sixers fan and all this type of stuff, and definitely cheer for the Bulls. Was Barkley a role model of yours? Even though he said he wasn't? Uh, you know what? I think I was impressed once again, just to reiterate, that I, I didn't know these guys' heights and stuff like that. Right. So I didn't look at him as a undersized anything. Right. Like, I always just looked at him as, you know what I mean? As Charles Barkley. As, as, exactly. Right. As, as Charles Barkley. So I'm not going to say it surprised me when he said what he said, because if you think about how he played, he played like he didn't give a shit how people thought about nah, it. So, when, like, really, when you added it up later, mm-hmm. he only said what he was really in alignment with how he yeah. was as a person. I was, I'm assuming. I was telling somebody. If you, if you remember this, remember when we used to go to the games? When we was young, right? And Barkley was do he would do that dunk, that two hand dunk, real hard. Absolutely. Remember, when I thought the shot clock was like a, a test meter to how hard he dunked and shit. I do remember, you remember that, that yeah. shit. Yeah. You remember that shit? I was telling somebody about it. I told my man yeah. Dre that the other day. Yeah. He it's said, "It's a lot of goofy shit said, that you thought that you said, worked he out was therapy, wrong. man." Said, I'm he, glad to see everything worked go out with this therapy shit. <laughs> he said he was wrong, but you was you was on to something. Yeah. Hey, you thought it was a dunk meter. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a dunk. I remember now that you're saying it. Yeah, I was like, look, it went to 24. That's the highest it could go. That was just the shot clock starting over. So what happened if he would have caught that bitch for two seconds left? (laughs) You'd have been like, oh, it was the meter was the meter broke tonight. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Uh, No, but nah, nah, he would dunk it. Yeah, yeah. And then after he dunk it, go back up. Next thing you know, this is what I heard. 
Nah, no, no. no that's that what I heard. Crazy. I'm saying when we was kids and we went to those games and it stuff was like that. It was magical. I can remember one moment though mm-hmm. when you realized shit was real. Fast break, Doctor J's on the, on the fast oh, break. Oh shit! And he laid that bitch up. It, yeah, it I was said pretty. it's over. Yeah. Now, can you remember the teams that we seen them play? I remember some of them. I remember three games. As a kid, P, and this is a big deal. Mm -hmm. And listen, our mom and dad took us to the game. Mm -hmm. We seen them playing against the Washington Wizards. I don't remember who was the star. Was Bernard King on there? I don't know. I, I'd have However, to look, I'd have to look it up. However, I do remember going to see Detroit with Isaiah. Where's we seen Zeke run mm-hmm, as young mm-hmm, boys, mm-hmm. and I do remember him taking us to see when they played Larry Bird, Boston. Yeah, we yeah. Was young I mean, boys. I mean, now that you older, yeah. you kind of understand. Who you went to oh, go see? Definitely have much more of an appreciation for it now. Right. I don't think we didn't appreciate. I don't no. think we knew. I don't we think just we didn't know. We didn't, the that's what I'm saying. Of it. The right, magnitude, right, right. like, bitch, right. that's Larry Bird. I know I didn't. And I, now, you know, the the time I seen, I only seen Mike once, mm-hmm. and he was playing against AI, and my goddad took me to go see that. Now, that wasn't the game with the crossover. That was the that was the same season, but not that game. Right, 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 you right. See what right, I'm saying? Right, but the damn. same season, I was damn. like, "Bitch, if I'd have been at that game, oh my god!" Because they was in Philly when he did that. Wow. You know what I mean? He, they was in Philly when, when AI did that, and um, who else? Did, now I seen I seen Kobe. Uh, I seen Kobe a couple times against the Sixers. I seen Kobe. I seen his last game in Philly. The last one he played in Philly. I seen that game. Oh man, I bet you. You know. Think about it, you know, think back to it and then realize. I seen LeBron too. You know, with absolutely. You, with the Lakers right. and I seen it with Cleveland. But I bet Championship you, season. Absolutely. When you saw, um, you know, the Mamba, you didn't, you know. Uh, you know. Yeah, you, you didn't. You know, think, it, it don't yeah. register in your mind that that, right. that would turn out that way. Chuck played 15 years, man. Right, he did. He played 15 years. He, uh, I didn't realize, yeah, he played his last four seasons with the Rockets. Yeah. Before that, he was with Phoenix for four, and then uh, everything before that. The Sixers. Was the Sixers, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, he, uh, like I said, I, I, I got it later. I didn't get it initially when he was saying he wasn't a role model. But then right. I, there was more to that. I can't remember everything about the interview. Someone asked him. I don't think that, or if it was something like that, I don't think Chuck just randomly ran around and said, I'm not your kid's role model. Yeah. I think it was something that, because what happened was... He got some type of trouble, I think it was. He did. Yeah. He got into some some kind of trouble, yeah. and... not It might not have been legal trouble. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But but it was something that made him, like, you know how, you know how you hear things and you say, okay, nobody randomly just says, like, that shit had to come I, from I think something it was else. Some, I think it was something with a woman. Cause he was, what is, he was cheating on his wife or something. Like that. I'm not. I'm, don't mark me if I'm. You know. No, no, no. And they and he got interviewed and everybody was like, you know, I think they was like, well, you're supposed to be a role model. And he was like, I'm not a role model. That's I never right. Said I was a role model. Right, 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 right. Y'all making me into a role model. That's pretty much what it was. And then when he was speaking on it, it's like, I'm not a role model. I don't want you to be like me. However, I am human. And I'm a pretty, and I think that's more what and it I'm gonna do what do what I want because this would make me think about it. You know that's the title of this episode, which is called Chuck. You know, psst, best of Saturday Night Live. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Nah, go ahead. Chuck, Chuck, Mo Muck, Banana, Banana Fanta 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 Fan
Remember he right. got maybe got smacked. Right. He was smacked in the got mouth. The shit smacked. Yeah, but him. that was and that was Eugene. Was that Eugene Levy or some dude? He's still on Shit's Creek. That's the name of the show. You know, I think he said it. He might. You know, Chuck said that in 1993. Just to kind of bring that back for y'all. You know what I mean? Phoenix Chuck. Charles Barkley told the world that he wasn't a role model nice. in a controversial Nike TV spot. They got the world talking. So that's actually, you know, when you actually heard it. You yeah. know, um, once again, I think initially it was a shock to people because people look at how they invest into people. Right. You know what I mean? So when you, like, if it was me that said it, you know, I mean, I, and nobody cares. You know, like, three people would be upset. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're home. Yeah, that's it. That's you it. know what I mean? Ain't yeah. gonna be three people I don't know. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. In Chuck case, you know what I mean? You got people that's, you know, I'm gonna bring my son or my daughter or my family to come and see you play. I think that you are just an exceptional player. And then at some point or another, you make a statement that I'm not a role model. Right. I mean, I, I know you probably have, you know, a more in-depth meaning why you said it. Right. But it's a shock. I respect, but I still respect I respect Chuck for saying what he was saying and sticking with his truth of it. Like, yeah, y'all not gonna make me be what y'all want me to make. Be. Nah, 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 nah. I mean, I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna be me, man. If I want to tell you, I ain't a role model, and turn around and tell you to kiss my ass right now. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you that. That was Chuck. This is the actual quote in in, in its entirety. Okay, let's go. To, uh, I am not a role model. I'm not paid to be a role model. I'm paid to wreak havoc on the basketball court. Parents should be role models. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kids. Right. See, it's funny because for the longest, it just stopped that I'm, I'm, not, not, a role I'm not a role model. Right. But I just read the rest of the actual right. quote to you. And let's think about this. Chuck was born what year? 60. Uh, he's look 58. At, I know he's 58. Yeah, just now. look it up. If that was 93, we could do, we could do that math. Just see what year he was born. With yeah, I look, I, I look it up. But go ahead. It go ahead was. and make the point that you was about to He was to only make. 20 something years old. Very young. If, or if 30, yeah, 30, he was maybe. 94, 30. he made that Probably statement. 30 something. 30, so, 30 you know, you got to figure in 94. Shit, we doing math at Earth Angel, y'all. Yeah. So we off, you know what I mean? 58 now. We're going to take 21 years off. You know, what we looking at there? You know, 37. Yeah. We're going to take another six. So, Th you know, 31. 31. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck was, you know, he wasn't I know, I know. I said a lot boy. of crazy shit at 31. Oh, yeah. Oh, I say yeah. shit about oh, yeah. at 40. Bitch, oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But, but to, to add to that situation or to be able to, and I'm not so much even defending it, but when you look at it in its entirety, once again, I'm just going to read it. You know, it went away. Shit will be back. I don't know. I mean, he snatched the shit out of the whole thing right here. That was impressive. I guess he's not a damn role model. <laughs> fuck did he snatched all the words and shit up? What the fuck? Hey, get, get, it, get it back, Batman. All right, I got get him it back. back, Batman. That's Dark Knight's got him back. All right. Like I said, just to reiterate the entire quote, I am not a role model. I am not a role I'm model. I'm not paid to be a role model. I'm paid to wreak havoc on the basketball court. Right. Parents should be role models. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kids. Yeah, let's, let's clap that. So now that we talked about that and we and we bringing that up because we talking about my man Chuck, when you really think about it, once you get a little deeper and get beyond in the actual quote, beyond the whole I'm not a role model and understand 
I think what Chuck basically was saying was is that, you know. Bitch, that's your job. That's your job. Yeah, that's your you know? job. That's what like when is. I had kids, I'm not going to drop them off at your house because you, you know, JoJo who bought tickets to the last game. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. You understand what I'm saying? So that whole shit, like I get it now. Right. But I'm not going to say that, you know, that at that time period, I would have really kind of understood it the same way. You know what I mean? I get exactly what you mean. Yeah, I mean, you got to figure. I mean, like, uh, shit, I was still young. I, what, I was 16? Right. You know, like, but I was old enough to understand, Yeah. you know, like, damn, you know, like, even if you really but, felt like that, you shouldn't say no shit like that. But what it is is when you're younger like that, too, you forget the fact that you don't forget it, but you, you hold them at a different level. People are defined. People are defined by their title. Yeah. So because he's a he was he's a legendary basketball player, but at that time he was a superstar basketball player. We think that they're gonna always say the right what people would make politically correct, good the point. right thing. Very That's, good point. And Very that, good point. And he said he did say the right thing. Yeah. He said the truth. Yeah. Exactly how he felt. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, they created a different narrative right. by by omitting the the rest of the actual quote. Right. Because we often talk about, let's talk about like when you sit back and you think about it, and I tell people all the time, you know, a lot of people call Mike the GOAT, mm-hmm. um, and he was, Mike was one person that was always prepared, always ready, That's always true. going to rise to the occasion, got that killer instinct. But to me, who had the biggest um, influence on the game was AI. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I call AI. On court, off court, right? Right. The best who ever, the Absolutely. best who never done it. That's yeah. what I call I get it. You know I, get what I mean, it. I get it, and the reason why I say that is because he walked around, he was rapping, mm-hmm. cornrows in his hair, right. tattoo sleeves, yep. all that, and they looked at him like baggy shorts. Yep, and yep. before you know it, the whole league was doing it. Yeah, yeah, no, he definitely, he definitely influenced. He yeah. definitely influenced. He, he, he was the one who influenced that. He brought it to his culture. He brought the, the culture of hip hop to a full word. You know what I mean? Word. At to 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 the game, but that was my man. They was sitting there, and they said, they said to him, "Oh, why can't you be more clean cut like Michael or do like this? Michael doesn't do this, and Michael doesn't do that." And, and you know, AI was was the face at the time. Mm. He said, "With all due respect, fuck Mike. I'm not Mike." I'm out. Yeah, well, you could have said anything. You could right. have said because you got Mike already. Yeah. I don't need to do what the fuck Mike right. doing. But he, I'm but, gonna do what I'm doing. But at the at the same time, people Barkley making that statement, even though it was right. for a Nike commercial, and right. I, I applaud Nike again for that because Nike always found a way to be groundbreaking. Yeah, because they was rolling the dice. Right. That shit could have went a, right. a different way. But right. They, but they they still haven't stopped rolling the dice because even when the when when the world and America and the NFL turned around and turned their back on Kaepernick, they uplifted him and had him doing all types of Nike Absolutely. They always do that. Yeah, they take advantage of the opportunity. Right. They, that's they, a good thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Because they like, yo, we so, we're so good at what we do. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. We, bitch, we, we not, we, we don't have to do this to sell sneakers. No. Sneakers is already selling. We telling you we for the cause. We for the situation. Right. So, we're so for it that we not we don't feel like we gambling. We just standing by these truths. That's right. At the time, right. So, ninety. You think of ninety three? It was a different time. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, very it was different. a different time. Different. You just pointed out, like even you know with, what I mean. With AI and his his uh, 
you know, his thumbprint that he had put on the game to the point where the NBA really had to kind of like say, look, we better get a, you know, a hold on this. Right. And started to kind of impose some rules where how you had to dress on the right. sidelines right. and things of that nature because, and I'm not, I'm not going to go too deep in that and speculate anything because I don't know anybody, right. you know, hey, you know, in, in charge of that organization. But what I will say is, is that if you remember anything about that time frame, right. You can remember how guys dressed, how they right. moved, how they right. interacted outside and, of that, and it's different now. And if you didn't wear a suit, you was going to get fined. And everybody yeah. thought AI was going to get fined. And he was coming in with some of the illest suits on. Yeah. And my, I may rest in peace, man, my old guy used to work with, Charlie. Charlie was a good guy. He said, Rainey, you know who the first person that's going to get, and Charlie was older when he retired, that's okay. going to get fined? I said, I don't know. I said, everybody think it's Allen Iverson. He said, no. Iverson knows why he's part of the reason why they're doing this. He said, Tim Duncan, man. I just can't see him in a suit. He always got sweatsuits on. Have you ever seen him wear anything other than a sweatsuit? And then you sit back and think about it. The big fundamental, bro, whenever he wasn't even playing, he had on a regular sweatsuit all the time. It's like, I'm always ready to ball, man. I'm always ready to ball. <laughs> And I was giving. Yeah, let, let me see if you remember this too. I just asked him this cut this this question the other day. All right. First of all, when Shaq played for LSU, he was one of the stars, but he wasn't the star of the team. Do you remember who was the star? Of the I team? do not. But I remember. I remember Shaq playing for LSU. Right. And that's a shame because we was talking about it the other day. Yeah, I should. I should know who this person is. It, I, it's eluding me at the moment. No. Okay. Mahmoud Abdul-Rayouf, Chris Jackson. Chris Jackson wow. was the star okay. of LSU. Okay. Now, I took them even further, and they didn't remember this. I said, when Tim Duncan played for Wake Forest, right. he was nice. He was, one of, he was one of the stars, but he wasn't the star of the team. Do right. you remember who it was? For Wake Forest? Yeah, that's hard. It's a lot of people don't. Because he was didn't it, have his was, And it wasn't Travis Best? No. Nah. No, you said Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Who best played for? Georgetown? Nah, Travis. Georgia Tech. Tech. Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, nah. That's what Marbury played for Georgia Tech, too. Bro. True. Yeah. I'm going to tell you who it was. Who was it, bro? Randolph Childress. I remember Randolph Childress. Childress was nasty, bitch. Yeah, I remember You know Randolph what I mean? Yeah. So, we was talking about college because this, I had another one I had with him today because, you know, the Lakers, the Lakers who was old as shit. Right. You know what I mean? But, right. I, you know, they still got it together. Mm -hmm. You know, they picked up. We know they picked up Russell Westbrook, mm -hmm. um, Carmelo Anthony, mm -hmm. Trevor Rivas. Yeah. Um, all the dads and Wade, shit. They Wayne all the Ellington. Right. right. That's his all name. All the fathers. Um, they did get a guard. They did get some guards, though. You see the guards they got? They got about $14 left. Kend Man, so whoever wanted to Kendrick play for Nunn. That. Nunn. <clears> yeah. Play, play for my and Monk. I like Malik Monk. Malik Monk. Yeah. So, I know you're going to know the answer to this. I said, today we was at work. I said, they got Monk. I didn't know that. I said, who did Malik Monk play in the backcourt with in college? He played with, um, that's was it Darian Fox? That's it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what's crazy? I want to just, before we get too far gone away from it, the NBA dress code, you know, was created. Right. October the 17th, 2005. Right. Check out what the guidelines were on that dress code. Let me hear that. No chains, pendants, or medallions worn over clothes. AI. 
No sunglasses in buildings. AI. No headgear of any kind. AI. No jerseys unless approved by the team. AI. And no headphones. AI. Look at the three people in this picture. Y'all ain't going to be able to see it, but I can tell y'all. It's AI, LeBron James, and Tim Duncan. That, then your boy just say Tim Duncan. I wanted you to see that because yeah, of that. Yeah, that's what I was so saying. shout out to the brother that Charlie, you said. Charlie, that's Charlie. Charlie, may rest in peace, man. Yeah. Charlie be still alive right now. Charlie be about 86, 87, man. He so, lived. People probably don't even remember that picture of LeBron with the right. chain on, with the Jesus piece and all that kind right. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but LeBron also said. What's that? He liked Mike's game. He, of course, everybody want to shoot and play like Mike. He said, mm -hmm. but I wanted to be Allen Iverson. Yeah. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that when you look at, and I always say this, when, when people revolutionize anything, right, there's always going to be a part that they want to acknowledge, right. and there's always going to be a part that they want to kind of stay away know, from, stay away from or diminish from that person. But uh, the one thing that I always respect about LeBron when it came to AI, he never ran from no part of AI. Right. When you, when, if you ever watch the documentary "Shut Up and Dribble," mm -hmm. I think episode, I think it's a three part, three part episode. I think the last fifteen minutes, the last fifteen minutes of episode one, it's that it's just all about AI. Right, because remember he made that documentary "Shut Up and Dribble" because the lady, the news lady, just told him to shut up and dribble because he was speaking out on Trump. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So when he was talking about this, he was talking about how people, you know, from our culture, will speak out and do that. And so I think he talked about himself first because you know what would pretty much influence it, and then he went into the whole thing. Hey, have you ever seen "Shut Up and Dribble"? I think it's on Showtime, so you can watch nah, it for free. It's nah. you like. I mean, it sounds dope. Yeah, you nah, like. I, it. I never had a chance. Yeah, to see yeah, it. yeah, definitely like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, nah, I mean, I think that, like I said, you know, anytime you look at any points, mm -hmm. somebody did something that was like a little out of the norm, so to speak. Right. It's always some parts that they want to keep, and some other parts they want to scrutinize. Like I said, even when they, even if you guys go and do it yourself and like look up. You know, um, the dress code thing we talking about with the NBA. They said the dress code was developed with the intention of combating image problems that they had that had plagued the NBA. Right. And I'm trying to remember what image problems were you talking about? Now, I didn't make this up. Right. So when you guys go and look for it, you'll find it unless they change it. Right. But they actually made it seem on one hand that it was being done to combat, you know, some issues. Now, when I see image, image is how it's viewed. Right. right. That's right. what images on how something is viewed. Right. So what was the problem? Because of the fact that, you know, there was a culture. Right. That was there. It's a culture and, shift. But you but and, and, and we ain't gonna go I ain't gonna go too deep. I'll back right. out in a minute, but I just wanna say this. If who I am as a person right. can't be on full display as well as my talents and my abilities. Right. Then I have to question what the what the whole intent what the, is, exactly, or what, what that, my value is to that situation. That goes back to earlier in the show when I told you when they question. The only reason why they questioned AI, right, and said to him, right. "Why can't you be more like Michael? Michael's not this thing." And all due respect, fuck Mike. I'm not Mike. It's because of the influence mm -hmm. that he had, right? Absolutely, it's the influence. Because right. here's the thing. Dennis Robin probably was the wildest person doing the craziest shit oh, yeah. in the NBA. Oh yeah, but oh, he yeah. wasn't at, at some point. He wasn't necessarily leading a nation of people to be like 
they weren't dressing up and cross-dressing and doing the stuff that he was doing. Right. People was walking around wearing cornrows. Mm -hmm. People was working, walking around getting tattoos, mm -hmm. wearing big chains. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Wearing oversight, wearing a hat. It's just like, you know, I was watching um, a video the other day. It was a snippet of an interview of Jim Jones on uh, the Earn Your Leisure podcast. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, we're gonna get to it. Shout out to shout out to Earn Your Leisure, right? But yeah. yeah. And Jim Jones was talking about urban wear being the knockoff of real stuff. I think I seen that. Right. And what he meant by was yeah, he was saying wow. he was saying like Rockaware, Sean John, all that was knockoff. He said, When we grew up in New York, I said I never wore none of that shit. When we grew up in New York, that's not what we wanted. We wanted who was selling the official velour. It was always, we always went and bought polo. We always was buying Tommy Hilfiger. So when a person started making the urban wear versions of that, it wasn't created for New York. It was created for the people in middle of America that was, that was, that was influenced by the hip hop culture. Mm. So people like Diddy and Jay and Dame and all of them understood, listen, they want to be us. Right. So let's make us put our own clothes on, make this. Own and guess down. what? In Idaho, bitch, they going to sell out. That's why a middle like 18 months, you can bullshit with rap if you want, yeah. motherfuckers. Like, yeah, now it, but, happened. it happened. But when you sit back and you think about it, he made the statement. He said, you know what the number one urban wear used to be every year? And I ain't never had none of that shit. Paco jeans. Mm -hmm. He said, because Paco was one of the first ones. They said, just like FUBU. He said, man, I've never wore FUBU, man. Yeah, he said, so I'm not right. knocking and knocking them because they're geniuses. He said, but that's what they did. They knew that hip-hop had this thing. So go back to the NBA. Yeah. The culture and the understanding that AI no started to take, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, is what bothered them. Uh, clearly. They, right. made, they make shit. They redid the dress code. Now, all three of them right there that they talked about. Right. Had no problem voicing their opinion either. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Tim Duncan probably was the more quiet one of them, but when he would talk, yeah. and he would, when he would talk, he gonna say what the fuck he yeah, wanna say. Yeah, yeah. I don't. And, and my thing with 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 those guys, I think they understood their value. Mm -hmm. You know, to themselves first and foremost. Even right. with Chuck with the saying, that's why we keep kind of like I keep reiterating. I think he understood his value. But that's what I meant to say before you're gonna not to cut your wisdom. No, go ahead, bro. So. If Chuck was the first person doing stuff like that that right. we can think of, mm -hmm. other than because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it before us, correct? Okay, then it's safe to say even when Chuck said he wasn't a role model, right? He was because these guys, oh, yeah. these these guys, well, you still can be an inspiration and not be a role model. There you go. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I laughed at you. I meant to do this. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. But we was just speaking. We were just speaking on 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 Jimmy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, listen, man, I know it's uh, it's been a little more than a week <laughs> since. Uh, you know. Shit, I ain't the only one who saw it. Yeah, the, you know, <laughs> I think everybody had some talent that was right. there that night. Mm -hmm. Just think there was, a, there was one side that was clearly <laughs> just uh, a little better that night. Maybe yeah. that was just their night. Well. I'm I a, think every night will be their night, though. I, but. I think this. Yeah. Was it a fair fight? It was. But here's the thing. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Okay. Remember, and this is a 30 for 30 out called 42 to 1. Okay. It's about 
Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. Okay. Now, I don't know if you remember, but remember we felt like Mike got robbed because when he knocked Buster Douglas down, that 10K. Was it like the punch heard around the yeah. world or some shit yeah, like that? Like, but remember Mike, because Mike got knocked out, something like that, whatever. However, we all know that Mike didn't come to that fight prepared. He wasn't prepared. Right. And we didn't think Buster had a shot. No, we got shit. Right. Ooh. All the other pay-per-views, you, you know, you, you right. wasted your money. Now, all, now, what I'm saying to everybody is this. Mm -hmm. I don't think that D-Block had to get too prepared because they stay ready. But Excuse Dipset me. didn't prepare themselves for this. Because right. even towards the end, when they started making comments like, what's, let me tell you what's going to be next. Let me tell you, we going to make it. And then Wild Out came on. You see what I'm saying? So like y'all, y'all was getting that annoyed that y'all like, I'm gonna tell you they show. Nah, you know <laughs> it was what I'm actually called Chasing Tyson. Chasing Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. Nah. What I'm so what I mean is, for all the people who grew up in the culture of understanding D Block and feel like D Block, I mean not D Block, I mean Dipset. No doubt. No doubt. Was the ones that was going to win. No, you, you're entitled to your opinion. But I was riding with the locks the whole time. Me and you talked about this. Right. Um, because I knew what they, they were prepared for. Like, if anybody knows now, just knows better. If Jadakiss is going to be in a versus, it's not smart to bet against him. It's not. It's not. Because it's not just his bars and lyrical content that he can do. Right. He's always prepared. That's what I'm saying. He yeah. prepared. Because... Let's say this. Let's think about it. Mm -hmm. The D Block and Dipset versus was held at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden. So COVID and stuff has died down a lot. So they were able to do a live show. Okay. It was all That's these right. crowds and everything. You know, we live very close to New York. So if you wanted to go, you had to be vaccinated, whatever. And I was looking for tickets and I was because I'm vaccinated and I was getting ready to try to get some. However, I'm like, man, it ain't gonna be better than being in my living room. No doubt. Right? No doubt. No now, doubt. they put on a show. Mm -hmm. Now, if you would have seen when Kiss did his verses against Fat, mm -hmm. he put on a show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So every time he does it, he's putting on a show. Mm -hmm. And that alone makes him take the energy. Because a battle was nothing but energy. Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Not to take away from their bars, because we already know Kiss no, has... No, it's not. It's not. But the energy even shit, like, God. Yeah, no. I, I think what we saw, what we saw, you know, that versus... Well, first off, everybody was, like you say all the time, there's never any losers. It's all, there's always a lesson. You know, everybody was a winner that night because, you know, they're going on tour. There's things to follow. You know, everybody was able to have a successful event. But just to kind of add, you know... You know, support what you were just saying, right? In terms of, of the you know, the preparation that goes into it, and right. the performance, and the you know, the showmanship, so to speak, right? Like one of the times when they when, when him and Styles went back to back, that's my shit. When you looked at it and you saw even the interaction with those guys, it it was so in rhythm, right? You know. If you're if you're in any kind of competition, one of the things that you have the most, in my opinion, difficult time kind of trying to look at and not see that it's a strength 
in your opposition is that unity in movement. Right. Especially when you're talking about, you know, performing, like how he kept reiterating he being kissed, that if you guys going to lip sing or sing over the lyrics, mm. then they could have stayed in the car and listened to Apple Music, yeah. which is where the Porch Podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcast. So, mm-hmm. needless to say, Point in that situation, just to add once again a little bit of more support to what you were saying, mm-hmm. is you can see in that performance, that verses, whatever you want to call it, the repetition that has gone into right. it. You can see the body of work, not only through the lyrics, but just that, that not the verbal exercise element of it, but just I move to the left and y'all going to shift to the right. Yeah. The showmanship. I'm going to move this way, you're going to move that way. You know, there was things that just made it just look so uneven. Right. And the bad part is that Dipset has hits. They have they have some good music. Yeah. They have some some great things. I personally, and maybe people feel differently about it, find it very difficult to imagine the Lox's competition in the verses. Me too. I find it very difficult to imagine who not. that who that would be. Because not we're not even we're not even just talking about bars and lyrics. I'm talk like we said the showmanship, the way they do the show. I've witnessed Kiss perform in like standing there on stage behind him. Mm-hmm. Witnessed it. Like that's no just what he does. Yeah. That's what they do. And that <laughs> comes from that's that comes from being on the bad boy first. Like, then he wasn't gonna have it no other way. You had to put on the show. Bro, they rhymed on the joint, the big joint. That's what I'm saying. All about the Benjamin's like like Right, you know, like like when the whole concept came up about like with the lady songs, the songs for the ladies, mm-hmm. like yeah, everybody loved that part. And you know, just started running it was like we got off. Grammys. Yeah, like I'm not trying to be funny, but it did. It it seemed uneven. It didn't seem fair. You know, right. what I saw was a bunch of talented guys, but I saw one group of guys that looked like they've been doing it for a long time. Long time. Long time. No matter what. And that's the thing, man. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm quite sure, like I said, it's, it's a little more than a week old now. Mm-hmm. And I think that if nothing else, you know, people got an opportunity to see what hip hop looks like when you do, you know, perfect your craft. Right. When you do stay like on top of it, them guys look healthy. Right. Like, I ain't trying to be funny, but like, everybody looked like they was in shape. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. You know, it was great to see. Yeah. And it was great for the, you know, for the culture. It was great. And and I hope that it continues to move forward. But the super duper winners was whoever the hell owns it. Hip hop. I'm talking about. Swiss and Timberlands. Swiss and Timberlands. Yeah. Yeah. They're undefeated. Especially if you go back and watch their, their shit who initially started. Yeah. When they watched their, it was a long time. They was going back and forth with. Songs they produced, and they was sitting in the car, and the other ones sitting in their little studio. Like they just got on Instagram, like that bitch I did mine. This no, did it. Like, so let's you know. let's do this, man. We you know we kind of got away from it. This or that, man. I'm with you. All right, this or that. We ain't gonna make it, you know, too crazy right out the gate. It's gonna get there though. Versus, versus. Jay Z and Nas. That never happened. Which is why we have to do a this or that, cause it's yeah. like we we're not gonna ever see it. Nas is my favorite rapper, but Jay Z are probably winning the verses. Okay, because it's about 
It's about um, people pick their hits. And let's just be honest. Jay-Z had hits over and over and over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until he didn't have them. Like, but, you know, Jay-Z could do I Just Want to Love You, mm-hmm. Hard Knock Life, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And especially depending where they at, it's just going to be a big deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because... I think everybody gets caught up with the verses about being having it being about bars, because mm-hmm. that's what we want to think of. Because hip hop has always been competitive, so let's let's just see who lyrics are better. Last night was like one of the first times you seen. Last week, last week, I know. What you now, mean. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. It's, it's the Earth Angel. It's the Earth. It's the Earth yeah, Angel. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, last, <laughs> hold on. Last week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I was thinking about too was Diddy last night. That's exactly song. because I sing. I've been singing that shit all last couple of days. Mm-hmm. But last week, what it was is um, bars was a big deal. Oh yeah, last night. Oh yeah, it, by far last week because I'm I'm fucking with Deserve Fame. I know what you meant, it, but it was still a big deal last night because yeah, yeah, no we doubt. Was, we was talking about it last night. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> right. which is why we're talking about it today. Right. We can't get away from it. Right. Now it's it's. Yeah. I think that what we saw is 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 just like I said once again be, because of the history of both groups. Right, it'll go longer. Right, you know what I mean. Like when we talked about the one with the well, me and. Me and Smooth was talking about it. Um, the one with um, you know, the Battle of the Dogs. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, X yeah, that's and Snoop, that's, that's you know, it. Snoop and next, yeah. You know, when we when we seen that, you know, like there's certain ones, like, and then there's other ones, like I'm not gonna say you didn't pay attention, but I didn't watch the Bow Wow and uh, never watched the Bow Wow. Boy shit. Boy. Not to say it probably wasn't good. I just you know. I think my top five. I didn't. I didn't catch it. My top five, cause it's been a bunch. The five that are like last night. Why the fuck I keep saying? Listen, what you put in my Earth Angel? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's the cocaine. No, I, no. <laughs> no, I ain't told you no goddamn cocaine. <laughs> Must be the blow. <laughs> Must be I'm the blow. Same, I'm picking the same Earth Angel. Yeah, but you switched up my cup. I ain't switching nothing up, brother. Go ahead. Last week. Right. Okay. Yeah. Last week. Right. Um, Became my number one. It just, it just really... Real me. It did it. Yeah. It I, it was the first one I've ever watched in this entirety. Remember yeah. I told you that. Yeah, last the first week. first one I saw was Swissing, obviously. Timberland. Yeah, long the time. The next ago. one I saw after that was Brandy and Monica. Yeah. Cause your ladies watching. That's exactly why. Yeah. Like let's 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 keep it a hundred. I think my top five that's number one last week. Okay. Um X and Snoop might be number two. Okay, wow. Um, I never watched, but everybody said it was a great one. Um, they said the keep sweating Bobby Brown shit was good. It probably was funny as shit, but um, now nah, Ray and Ghost, e, they said that one was e, a good one. But they made a Who did the Teddy Riley shit, man? Teddy Riley and who, man? Oh, and uh, <laughs> and, uh Babyface. Yeah, that one was a good one. That one had me singing and shit. I was at the front door, I had the door open. But why did they clown that one? No, because because Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley had all this shit, like a band in the background, and the sound was fucked up. Yeah, that was heavy COVID. Yeah, that was heavy so cocaine. Was, yeah. I didn't do that, man. <laughs> Ten, nah, listen, you know what I mean? Listen, hey. to, listen to me. Though. Nah, fake three, where they had super energy at, um, but not the same. Red and meth. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, red and meth 
I can't get away from kissing Fab because drunk Jada is still a big deal. E man, if you sharp, yeah. And number five, even if you're under the influence, man, you're still sharp. Mm-hmm. Number yeah, he said it on a different interview. He said, "Man, that bottle do say ahead. It wasn't nothing but a shot left at the end of that bitch. I didn't even realize that." <laughs> Yo, I really killed that. He killed that whole bottle, man. He said, "I made money off of it. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. made money off the whole." Yeah. Drunk Jada thing, man. Like yeah. it's a, you ain't even see that little gif out there when they just got him like this. Nah. He drunk. I show you, yeah, I show yeah, you how yeah, you yeah, crack yeah. it up. But nah, you know, around that time. But red, red meth. Okay, nice one. It was a nice one. Right. Okay, so you listen to that though when it was about Nas and Jay. I'm gonna say, say, gonna say, say but Jay, you won't go with Jay. Jay yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nah, I'm a Nas fan all to the full, but I just think that you know. Jay would actually up uh, if they doing it from their shows and how they do it, it would be super dope. Like if if Nas really because I've seen Nas perform, true, you know, a couple times. Question in a, in a, in a, in a, um in the verses, right? Your opinion? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't even have an answer myself, which is why I'm glad. I want to really hear yours, right? If they do the verses with Lil Wayne, who does he does the, who does he do the verses with? Juvenile or somebody? It had, and I don't think it. People may not agree, may not match because everybody else is on some other. If it's just rapping and not the sing part, I'm gonna say Drake, and I'm gonna tell you why. Ooh, would you watch that? Oh yeah, that shit might get up there, eh? Oh yeah, I might come close. Because if you're just doing music like rap, you're Mm -hmm. not doing. Set the stage. You're not doing. No, we're just doing rap. No sing rap. Then, because of the influence that they had on each other. Right. Them two. Who wins? Can't tell you. Sounds like we need to put the shit together. They're not going to ever do it. Drake Why? Ain't gonna, he going to never do one. Chris Brown probably ain't never do one. Like, I mean, know. I can't say nothing. I mean, if they don't do them, they Because a lot of people used to I'd say. I'd like to see it. A lot of people used to say. Or like, if you just going straight, in my opinion, a lot of people are like, oh, Chris Brown and Usher. Okay, that sounds good. But if you just doing singing, yeah. right, mm-hmm. and you going with hits, like Chris got a lot of hits, a lot of hits, like music period, he got a lot of hits. But I'm thinking if you did Drake, it would have to be with somebody like Wheezy because, you know what I mean? That's a good one. Of the, of the influence. That's a good one. But see, the rules of verses, you just had to either produce the song or write the song. Like, okay, when Kiss... And Fab did theirs. Mm-hmm. He said, this next song, I wrote this song, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't him rapping. It was Diddy on Victory. Hey, yo, the sun don't shine forever. And as long as we're here, we going to find as well shine together. Yeah. Better now than never. Business before, before pleasure. pleasure. Right. Now, when you once he said and you start listening, like, damn, that... I can, I can hear it. I can hear it now, right? Yeah, that's how you know. But he ain't give him. He gave him some bars, but he ain't give him his punchline bars. If you really think about it, let me just write this shit right. Well, I think I think when he did it, it's crazy because, and this is how you know when you're creative, like Mm -hmm. super focused creative, right? Even though it's his style of delivery, oh, not delivery, but the way it goes, he put himself in puff mindset, right? You know how dope you got to be 
to take your abilities yeah. and put them in a different package and not inside of another person. I don't know what song is, but you know it's impressive. Who, man. The other person who did that for Diddy was Fifty. A lot and, of people don't another know. one that can do it. But the number one time that I seen that mm -hmm. that a person wrote a song for somebody and put themselves in their shoes mm -hmm. was Jay Z when he wrote Still Dre. Yeah. Hitting the corners with them Lolos, girls. Yeah. yeah. Like, thinking about it. When you think yeah. about Dre, yeah. still. Like, and he rhyming yeah. and yeah. love seeing black niggas get money. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think about it, like, you start to think, because they said Jay wrote the hook and everything. Yeah. Like, damn, he wasn't even from that's, LA. That's that but, shit we talking about, though. Like, when we was talking about how. Now, are they role models? I was going to get back to that. Yeah. That's what I was saying about the whole situation with Chuck. Yeah. Now, in their world, they have the ability to take their talent and put it in form for you right. or the next person so they can get away with saying I'm not a role model yeah. and still watch how their work or their talents can be received by the person that you do view as a role model. Right. So in their case, it's even better, right. in my opinion, because I can get away with telling you I'm not your role model. Didn't they say that Jay-Z wrote... Um was it for the first Space Jam or something? He wrote a Bugs Bunny verse or something. I can't remember. Probably what he did. did. They was talking because about that's where those people shop. are gonna go. That's where those people are gonna go to the most talented people. Yeah. To get well, that kind of stuff. Here's the thing, though. When you when you're actually working in purpose, it always gonna come together. Every time. Yeah, it's gonna always come together. Every every time. Some things are just a pit stop, and you go through them, and then you realize that you know I. My time is ran up here, and I'm purpose is keeping me right. here. It's a verbal exercise. I do all of those food for thoughts. Right. So that any time that I'm in front of this now, even though this is not something that I was accustomed to doing before this. <laughs> verbal exercise. Man. Right. It becomes a situation where now I do it, and I can't wait to do this. Yeah. I don't want no delays. You know what, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, like, so that's how I move and that's how right. I think. But it's like anything else. And that's why I look at those guys. And like we said, just to reiterate, because this is episode 34 dealing with Chuck, it's okay to not be the role model. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you don't understand the things that you got to say to shake things up. Right. So a person can understand it. Like I, when I read the rest of that quote to you, I'm not going to quote it again, but right. The end all be all of it is it's not my job to raise your kids. It's my job to live my life, man. If I'm talented in the thing that I'm doing. Because I'm in my purpose. And my kids actually, or your kids actually see me doing it. Right. And want to emulate those things. That's a byproduct of my ability. Right. But all he was saying was, is at the end of the day, it's not my charge and my responsibility to raise your children. Now, let me ask you this. You know, I said I couldn't pick between Drake, Drake and Wheezy. Right. Um, but who do you see in a versus against somebody like Missy? Well, I mean, you you could probably maybe a Neo. Like you would have to do a weird one. I don't think it would be something as simple as uh. It's hard because it's really just it's just really uh, nobody can go against it. And I think I think I think in fairness. When you do versus, you shouldn't box a person in and say, well, you can't do that because right. if they excelled in that, right. that should be included. That's why certain so people like, could you, never do it. Right. So if you, you excel in this, like, it. you know how you said, like, if we're not counting singing, like, in essence, that's just to fix the fight. Like, Kiss right. was saying, 
to fix the fight to make it a more fair situation. Now, if your arsenal of what you have includes singing. There's nothing you can do. Right, because if I'm a fan of your verses and you sung in a verse, then I don't want you to omit that from the right. concept. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe I did. I'm just, you know, it's outside of my wheelhouse to create that concept of, of, a, of a battle for Missy. Yeah. But I know I, I understand what it does for the culture. That's, I know I understand that, and I like that. That's just like, even though I didn't watch the, the Bad Wow and Soldier Boy, mm-hmm. I understood it. One that I didn't think, in my opinion, just mm-hmm. I think they just did it to fill in, um, was uh, Rick Ross and 2 Chains. I don't even remember it. Yeah. A lot of people just <laughs> shout out to my nigga Tone Burke, man. Stoop Tone with the shit. TB from the Stoop. This shit was on. And then I'm just scrolling up my face, Facebook. And next thing you see a post of Tone. Man, this shit corny as hell, man. Like, what yeah. the fuck? That shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just didn't. He brung out the strippers. Now, even, even Trina was one of the most. I guess shocking ones for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Eve was just gonna handle it. Mm-hmm. Trina actually won. Yeah, you know what I mean. You'd um, be surprised, man. Yeah, you could be. You'd be. Hey, wait a minute. You know what I mean. Um, the Risen premiere was was amazing as well, producer wise. I seen it. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I seen it. who would know. Manny Fresh do one with? Scott Storch. They did it a long time ago. They did it. I think. I know that was crazy. Or was it Scott Storch and um I don't know. The Manny or Fresh was it, or was it, it Scott Storch and T Pain? I forgot. T Pain did it with somebody. It might have been Scott Storch and T Pain. Or T Pain and Manny Fresh. I thought man, I don't know. You know, but John to Austin. Okay. And Neo did one which was dope with R and B. That was nice. Okay. Because you know they wrote a lot of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why Babyface and Teddy Riley's was so dope because you can you can write the song, you can produce the song, you can perform the song. Mm-hmm. So they shit was big because he was like, oh, he was grown with it. She had this lady there with some wine or some bitch, you know, he was lucky. Who Charlie Wilson gonna do? <laughs> um, he got had to go back and get Isaac Hayes or Barry White or somebody, man. You know what I mean? The shit like that. You gotta, gotta get. You gotta, you gotta get. Uh, <laughs> you gotta get Ryan. Uh, Ron Isley. Well, you know, he did one. That that was the one, too. Damn, I forgot about the Isley yeah. Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ooh, shit. Oh, shit. Now, that, that now one. I know at least three hips got dislocated that night <laughs> yeah. when they was watching them because, mm-hmm. you know, that 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 broke. Now, that's what I'm talking about. That was one. You ever watch? Go watch, Go back and watch that I got to go one. check that Go one. back and watch I gotta that I got to go check that one. I Make know, sure you yeah. put a little blow with the ashtray for yourself. Nah. Nah, fuck <laughs> <laughs> this want me to be a drug addict. Cause they did that. Ah! No, hell no. <laughs> no, no, so uh, <laughs> can he get so, your words? Right? No, no, no. I got him. Cause I don't yeah. get high. But yeah, this, yeah, what right. I was gonna say nah, we was, around. kids, we are some, not role models, but we don't get high. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to be a role model. Though. I am a role model. Yeah, my home. I want to be a role model. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind being outside of my own yeah. as well. No, no, no. But, I but am a role what model I will, but, but what I will say is, is that. If you're looking for a perfect role model, they don't exist. They don't exist. So I don't mind being a role model, but yeah. you have to take my imperfections right. with my with my you know with my strengths. Right. So with that being the case with that situation, 
right. can move forward. Right. But what I was going to say was, is that I think at some point, and I don't know how, how receptive it would be, but it would be nice to me to see the, the two time frames kind of blend. I think at some point you do need to have verses with older uh, groups and, oh, yeah, and the younger yeah, yeah, it made sense. Um, They did. When you sit back and you think about, oh, you mean an older one with a younger group? Right. Like if well, you like, see, that's the thing that people they realize when they when it didn't kind of match up well, mm-hmm. people just weren't interested, and they were watching, they was losing because um, what's the name had over a million viewers at one that time when they did it with Jill Scott and Erica Badu did theirs. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but because yeah. see, I think versus here's my thing. The word versus yeah. means different. It's, it has a different meaning depending on the age group. Right. I think that if you're talking like you said before, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and um, who else you said it was? And the Isley Brothers? Yeah. You're thinking verses in a sense of the verses of the songs. Right. I think when you get younger, yeah. you're thinking fight yeah. verses. I understand. Um, and so I think what has to kind of, they don't have to. Because you said that they made the attempt first. I think sometimes, you know how you you try to do something and it's like, it's too soon. Right. It's not there yet. We don't have right. enough to compare it to. I think now that that's happened. No, I don't think they made the attempt earlier. I just, when I mean, when I mean that it just didn't match. Because they didn't do the young and old thing. Well, okay. No, they didn't do that. It's like, it's like this. I, I felt like when they did Rick and Two, right? The Two Chains, right? Mm-hmm. And I like both of their music a lot. Mm-hmm. I think... They was like, we got to do one. And they put on Pandora. Mm-hmm. And then other artists that came on said, Dad, let's see if, let's see if, you know, Titty Boy and, 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 and Rose will do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it goes more so like, again, if you cut on your, your Pandora and you go to a certain station, right. they're trying to have, because it's about the culture of the night. Right. That's, that's why I think it's easy for that. To, it makes sense. to mess up. No, it makes like sense. what you're saying, mm-hmm. what you're saying is, you know, right away, everybody thinks versus and competition. Well, it's competition because you got to compete anyway. But like fight, like you said. Yeah. But it's not about that. It's about the culture. So I think it's just try to mesh up culture of the actual time mm-hmm. because the, the, they want the night to, because music is timeless. Mm-hmm. They want the night to be based upon that time. No, I get it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, that's I get what it. I, no, that's I'm just, what I think may, their goal may, is. It may or may not work. I only thought about it from the perspective of, all right, for instance. Um, I think if they called it the best of verses. Maybe. But, like, when we were younger and we might have had to listen to Sade or something as we were cleaning up. Or, right. Or Whitney Houston or either Luther or Definitely something like Whitney, yeah. You know, when we were cleaning up as kids, we never considered that our music. Mm-mm. But we had heard it so much on a Saturday or yeah, Sunday morning that we knew it. Right. So as we got older, we had a different appreciation for yeah. it because we kind of knew more about the content of what it was, you know, talking about in right. the songs. I was only saying, like, it may work, but it's a very, and I agree with you, I think that there's a very small um, group. group. I don't think that the group's big enough for right. it to really be right. as... Uh, That's what I'm saying. I agree. As I agree. Effective. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. But I, I, I agree. I think it'll be. Definitely, I think definitely. what you're saying is dope because you, you, you feel the way you feel because you like all music. I'm in that small group. Yeah, me too. Yes, yeah, we're in that small group. You know so I mean? that's why, like, me and you could sit here and watch right. it versus yeah. that consisted of that. Right. You know, maybe if you were ten years younger than us, fifteen years younger. Yeah. Maybe you couldn't. Yeah, right. 
because we have that back history. So. But with that being said, I want y'all to be in this small group, turn into a big group, and continue to love the Porch Podcast because Absolutely. we are here. You're going to get new episodes every week. Make sure you tune in, listen to it on on Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, yep. Spotify, yep. iHeartRadio. Absolutely. Um, what's the other Amazon one? Music. Amazon Music. Radio Public. Radio Public, that's right. And, of course, you can watch our beautiful faces on YouTube on The Porch, D A. I'm handsome. That beautiful shit across the street. B-O-R-C-H podcast. I'm your boy, DJ, Mr. Influential. And I'm P. Original, y'all. We appreciate the time. All right, y'all. All right, man. Peace. Peace.